What is going on, guys? Farzine Vasugin here for another episode of the Chiefstone Podcast. And you already know how this works. We're here to discuss another wild, unnecessarily stressful ending. Yet a win for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Oh, you know it. You know all those haters had their comments ready in their drafts, and they were ready to spoil out and say whatever and anything. Uh, but no, uh, the Chiefs win this football game. Uh, and they also uh, defeated the refs in this one because Lord knows the Chiefs allegedly get all the calls, yet there were a lot of missed calls in this game. Funny how that works. Uh, hey, we got a lot to discuss here. Uh, and I want to hear from you guys. As a matter of, uh, matter of fact, uh, let me, um, let me pu- pull this up. Uh, yeah, oh boy. Uh, comment section too crazy um everyone is already talking about firing people that's great okay guys uh right there i'm pinning the comment uh i want to hear from you guys call into the show um i know everyone has has something to say uh this um this is wild uh we have some things to discuss some good some bad you know what, man? Coming off last week's embarrassment, uh, the Chiefs needed this win. They did. Uh, and I'll, I'll take this. I don't care. I Remember last year? What did I tell you guys? I said the Chiefs won ugly five times last year. Two of them did the same team. The Broncos uh, had an ugly win over the Raiders, an ugly win over the Texans and Titans. Those two games, Texans and Titans, went into overtime. Who won the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. The team that led the NFL in ugly wins. The Chiefs. So, you know, to me, it's like, and and listen, I'm seeing the comments and I, and I posted this already. Chris Jones on that third, like the, the third down play is over. The Dolphins failed on the conversion. It's over. And then the shove to the offensive lineman who's talking shit to him. McCall Hardman. I don't know what in the hell he's doing. Fielding a punt backing up, mind you, to the two and you know, that never helps your field situation. And, that, and then I, 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 Andy Reid, who is a phenomenal head coach, one of the smartest in the NFL. And listen, even though Belichick has the six rings and Andy Reid has just two, both very recent, a lot of people are coming out saying Andy Reid's the better overall head coach, uh, the better play caller, the better offensive minded guy. But for whatever reason, this guy can has absolutely zero, zero confidence in Isaiah freaking Pacheco to pick up a yard. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, see, Eric, Eric already speaks my language. The refs only help out the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, boy. Where was that last week? We definitely needed, needed that one last week. Um, I, I don't know. To me. This is a football team that has all the ingredients to win. Are they perfect? No, far from it. But um, the wide receivers, yeah, uh, an issue. I will say the wide receivers played far better in this game than any game this year, especially last week. I'll say that now. 
But the off- today, the offensive struggles, to me, came from play calling and con- consistency. That's where I had the issue last week. Um, yeah, see, okay, Gary is saying, I said last week that third and one pass call was awful by Andy, and he did the same thing last week against Denver. Uh, looking for Andy to retire soon. Yeah, okay, listen, I'm seeing all the comments. People want people fired to retire and all these other things. Um... I don't know, man. Um, yeah, seven and two is seven and two. Toast. The, the guy named Toast is the guy who's speaking. You know, the, the voice of reason right now. I, I love it. I love it. Um, listen, a lot of people are saying you can't go an entire half and try to win a game. Yeah, you're right. Tell that to the Miami Dolphins. They didn't score zilch. Well, I mean, if the Tyreek Hill fumble, if that counts as an offensive touchdown, I, I suppose. Um, but man, uh, I mean, I, I, see, Robert says time for the tush push. You don't, you don't even have confidence to run a quarterback sneak or a run. Uh, Colt, I see you're uh, you're waiting patiently. What's going on, Colt? Hey, not much, man. Uh, you know, th- talking about the game today, like I think the offense performed pretty well. The first half we were kind of lights out. Second half, I think yeah. we just kind of playing too conservative, sitting on the ball. Defense held out. You know, defense played good there at the end. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes kind of had a rough, had a rough second half there. Yeah. You know, to go from 200 yards in the first and then only like 60 yards in the second. Yeah. Is just, it's, 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 it's tough, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 the play call on the third and one was rough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when it's third and short like that, you got to run the ball. Cause not only, you know, you might not get the first down, but you got to get that clock. The, clock, the game clock has to move. Yeah. Can't give them time. Like they're getting the ball with they're getting the ball before the two minute warning. Yeah, that's a that's a really you good know? point. I never I didn't think about the clock part. I was just thinking about picking up the first down. Um so that's a very good point. You're right, you're right about that. Yeah, and um, you know, we did really good. Our defense, I I gotta give props to defense. We kept Tyree killed, you know, for the most part. Them guys in check, you know, played pretty good. There was a couple there was a couple times there, you know, towards the end, you know, the 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 runner was Mozart was getting some big chunks there. And, yeah. You know, but, but all in all, I think we played, it was a lot better game than last week. That, 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 yeah. Air horns to that. Definitely yeah. uh, far better than last week. All right, Colton. Sure. Hey, I appreciate calling in as you do uh, each and every week, man. You take yep. care of yourself. You too, man. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, definitely an upgrade from last week for sure. Uh, especially when you, uh, when you beat, um, when you beat uh, a t- uh, uh, the highest scoring team in the NFL, <sighs> Troy, this is what I'm saying. Like, wh- okay, I know there are a lot of people out there, including Andy Reid, that they're afraid of a quarterback sneak to ever happen again because of one freak accident in the history of quarterback sneaks. How many times does that happen? Um, by the way, I don't know if you guys remember in week one against the Lions, Patrick Mahomes was scrambling at one point. There was a Lions defender who just drilled him from behind a really hard hit. That is far more dangerous than whatever hit you could take on a quarterback sneak. I, I just like if we're afraid of Patrick uh, operating a quarterback sneak, which every single quarterback in the NFL is capable of doing, 
then I don't even know why we have Patrick on the field to begin with. The guy can get hit at any time on a sack, running, uh, scrambling, and getting hit from behind. Like Patrick Mahomes has the, the hit um, from Joseph Osai in the AFC Championship game. That is like a far more dangerous hit than uh, whatever hit you take in the quarterback sneak. <sighs> yeah, Chris Jones, man. L listen, I love the guy. And I just said earlier, because what did I say during this holdout? I said, look, and I even before his holdout, I said, prioritizing your offensive line is far more important than an all pro defensive tackle because you have a salary cap. You can't keep everybody. But I did say this week, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of a, sh a shift in that tide there because. Chris Jones has been playing lights out. It has been a little quiet the past couple of weeks. Yes, but um, man, it, it, it's just that th the third down play was over. It was over. The Dolphins failed. They couldn't convert. And Chris Jones shoving a guy who was talking smack to him. Like, why? Why are you doing that? Um, same thing in the AFC championship, or not, not AFC championship, um, the uh, matchup against the Dolph. Uh, what am I saying? The Colts, Matt Ryan walks up to him and talks shit. It's like, dude, why? And listen, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, the NFL is soft with these rules. I don't care about that. Rules are rules. Listen, I can go, you know, to certain streets and there are some speed limits that are too low that I disagree with. That's still the rule. Like you got to follow the rules. If there are rules strictly against taunting and shit talking or shoving up someone it's like man what are you doing and by the way i think it's stupid to do in this sport it's like someone talks shit to you get him on the next play this is football you're allowed to smack him legally in the, in the within the rules and all that just get him on the next play man why are you doing it after the play when your defense worked its ass off to get a stop there um that essentially gifted the seven points tyree kill scored for us i mean not scored but you get the idea um, listen, I love Chris Jones. I want the guy back. I really do. But what if this was the AFC championship game? Because there's a possibility these two teams meet again in Arrowhead this year. I mean, there's no get him next week after that. Those mental mistakes, like, okay, the team already has enough issues with drops and uh, consistency on the offensive side. And the defense has, has played great this year. Those mental mistakes like that, emotional mistakes, you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. Hey, I see a lot of you guys are watching. Uh, obviously, uh, it's a uh, Sunday morning, irregular hours. Um, so I appreciate all of you guys who are taking the time to uh, listen live uh, on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. I just commented with the link. Um, for some reason... Uh it's a little slow on the Facebook link there, but uh, it should be pinned on Facebook. Um, so, oh, Kelsey passed uh, Tony Gonzalez to become the all-time leading receiver. Interesting. I did not know that. Um, I should probably uh, double check on that one real quickly. All right. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. Let me know your thoughts. Bob, you are on. What's going on, Bob? Hey, what's up, Bars? Hey, that's a lot better ball game uh, altogether than last week. Yeah. Uh, First half was domination by the defense. I, I, my hat's off to them. Called a real good. It was a real clean game. Uh, that first half. Uh, the second game got a little sloppy. We was guessing, and we, they had us off balance a little bit. Uh, I they they kind of figured out what we was doing a little bit, but uh, I I thought overall, man, we were we we got back on track this week. And the receivers, 
caught the football. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, now, take away, they did take away Kelsey. And, and we got to get away from trying to force the ball into him. We've got to have that outlet somehow. Uh, they'll figure it out. Uh, I'm just glad to see this team uh, pick themselves up off the mat from last week and really correct some of the things, the simple things that they was messing up and um, uh, put put us on the map today, man. This, yeah. This, this uh, hey, this was a must win for both teams, I think. 100%. And, uh, you know, I mean, it goes long ways. I mean, we go on a rest next week, and then we come out, and we got a tough schedule the rest of the way, uh, except for our division. Uh, you know, we got Buffalo. We got Cincinnati. I mean, we got – uh, the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't get easy for them. Uh, I, I, I think this is. I think this is the toughest game on your schedule. I mean, the Eagles game is going to be tough. So will the Bills. So will the Chargers game on the road, um, and possibly the Bengals. But I think this was the hardest one left on your schedule. I think, I think so too. And uh, man, uh, I mean that defense. So that was some exciting stuff today. You know, to see them uh, get them turnovers and score and. Yeah, we hadn't seen that in a while. Yeah. You know, uh, but, man, I love that uh, German crowd, didn't you? I mean, the fan yeah. over there is just unreal, man. Yeah, that was I'm awesome. I'm doing well across the world, man. <laughs> so, hey, I'll let, you, I'll let you go. Thanks for the uh, uh, on the show and be a part of this. Uh, you're amazing. And uh, I'll talk to you, brother. Appreciate it, Bob. Thanks for the energy each and every single week, as always, man. Um, you know, this is my thing too. Like we hear so much about the dolphins that, that high powered offense and for the defense to hold them to just 14. And by the way, it, you know, it's not like, you know, nothing was given to the chiefs in this one, the chiefs, you know, at times ma made a lot of mistakes and actually gave the dolphins plenty of opportunities. Um, any other defense, the dolphins probably take advantage and start scoring more than 14 points for sure. So for the chiefs to shut them out in the first half, not only that, get a defensive touchdown, uh, by swiping the ball away from Tyreek Hill, obviously a uh, very personal in Kansas city, especially with some of the things he said after being traded. Um, and on top of that, he's probably the best offensive player in the NFL, uh, among non quarterbacks. So that was, uh, that was definitely uh, good to see this defense is playing well. Keep doing what you do. You, if the Chiefs can do that against Miami, I think they can do it just about any other team. Uh, next test in 15 days, the Eagles. Let's see how that works. Swaggy, you are on. What's going on, Swaggy? What's up, man? It's so weird being a Chiefs fan and seeing them win like this. I mean, for <laughs> years, it's just been we have to score more points than them. It's going to be a shootout. And to see us especially get have Tyreek essentially have the game-winning touchdown for us again uh, was uh, certainly fun to see. It's, it's, it's good to see that happen again. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the, the mistakes, and it, it, I think about a key moment where the Chiefs really could have put it away, where it was like second and six. They've got some momentum on a drive, and Sky Moore runs the wrong route again. Yeah. And the ball is just, it's right there. He's going to get at least the first down. And it's just these little mistakes that just is really stopping the offense. You know, we can all talk about third and one and not run the ball when you're averaging five or six yards of carry with only four guys on the line. It's just, it's frustrating. But a W is a W, a huge win. I'm excited uh, to uh, take a little break and take on the Eagles again. It'll be a fun game. Yeah, it should be. All right, Swaggy. Appreciate it, man. You take care of yourself. Thanks for calling in. Um, 
it, it, to me, it's like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of consistency missing too. Um, yeah, he's right. I mean, uh, if you would have told me too before the game, like the Chiefs are scoring 21, ooh, I love our defense. I predicted 31 27. Um, but hey, defense comes through again big time. All right, see a couple of you guys waiting uh, on the uh, phone line. Let's go to Daniel first. Daniel, you're on. What's going on, man? Hey, well, let's see. I love the fact that nine receivers caught the ball today. So it's amazing when he's spreading it around. And if you told me that Travis Kelsey was going to only have three catches for 14 yards with no touchdowns and we still won, I'll take it. Um, it's a very good great point. play by the you know, great, great by the defense. I mean, I know. Look, Watson slipped and he missed Wilson on that on that uh, the play before the fumble before Tua fumbled the ball in a bad snap. Yeah. So I like held my breath. I was like, oh man, we just got we we got lucky. But what I wanted to address is, can the can again linebackers just fall on the ball? It's like when Mozart fumbled the ball. Can he just? Why do we gotta try to scoop and score? Just fall on the ball and we probably kill that drive and maybe even get some points now at the very least a field goal yeah yeah and then wh why do we struggle in this third quarter i don't know i don't do you have the stats um third quarter I just, for some reason i just feel like we struggle on the third in the third quarter in, what are you what are you what are you referring to specifically like points total yardage uh, uh more 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 uh time possession and 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 uh Time possession with with total yards, not really the scoring, but the fact that you have time to like have a great drive, even if you don't get if you get three points or none, but you have time to like kill the clock. Yeah. And I felt like in that third quarter, towards the end of that third quarter, before they got when they got that fourteen points, that we had the time to like have a nice good five minute drive to like. Listen, this, this this is actually a good question, and I don't have those numbers in front of me. I, I would have to look those up this week. Um, but I will say this. I did say at halftime, I said, this game's not over. The Chiefs have been guilty of getting complacent at times. That happened in this game, unfortunately. Uh, fortunately, it didn't cost you a game. Um, listen, I don't need to go over some of these historic blown leads. You all know about them. Yeah. It's happening, you know, more than they really should with this team. I mean, a team that has all these high powered offensive players. I know Tyreek Hill is no longer on the team, but even when he was still here, the Chiefs struggled uh, holding on to big leads like this. It's like, you can't be doing that. It's happening way too much with this franchise. That's my biggest criticism of Andy Reid. The big criticism he has from a lot of people. I know there's a lot of other things you can criticize Andy Reid for, especially with the running and the play calling, but man, it's just what is it in the second half with big leads where you just get too complacent? Um, you have a point Correct. there. You do. Yeah. yeah. The play calling was just, was just crazy. I mean, I just love the fact that our defense, like I hate prevent defense because prevent defense just prevents you from winning the game. And, and I feel like yeah. they somehow went prevent in that second half when they were shutting them out right before that phone ball. It's like, Wait, what are you guys doing? You guys just went up twenty-one nothing. Why are you going into pre-van defense? And then, as soon as I said that, Spags hit them with the pressure, and then Tyreek fumbled the ball, and we scored. So yeah. it was great to see, um, great to see by the defense. But uh, thanks for letting me on, and I, I will catch you later. Appreciate it, Daniel. Appreciate you calling in, man. 
let's see. Uh, if you guys want to call in, please do so. Uh, the link should be there. Let me comment with it one more time. Kyle, I'll get you on in just a second. Let me just post this link out there. There we go. Now it went through. So you guys uh, should see the uh, the comment on there. Want to call in? Let me know your thoughts. Uh, I, I, I'm speaking a lot. I've had a lot to say. I prefer to hear from you guys a, a little more. So uh, I'll get to the comments in a moment. But for now, let's talk to Kyle. Kyle, thanks for calling in, man. What's on your mind? I just want to point out, like, you know how, like, when a defense does great, they point out one player and, like, tell him how great he is? Yeah. I That's what upsets me about the Chiefs' defense. Did you know that Trent McDuffie has four strip fumbles on the season? So the first one was against the Lions. The second one was against the Vikings. The third one, he hit the Raiders so hard in the knee – or the – sorry, not the Raiders. The Broncos so hard in the knee, the guy fumbled the ball. And now – the guy, the draft picks that we traded away for Tyreek Hill to go get him, he caused that fumble today. Yeah, it's a real, it's a really good Four point. Of them, uh, that's incredible to me. They, I, Trent McDuffie is amazing. I can't believe that no one is talking about this. It's incredible. And then another thing I was gonna say is that um, the re- wide receivers look great. Like the only times that they didn't look great, I feel like um, there was one where I saw that MVS got held on that play where he should have had a touchdown. I think that guy. Got there a little bit early, and then there was one more where uh, Rasheed Rice could have had a second touchdown and got held on that play as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm not here, and I, I know you're not here to make excuses. Uh, I, I'm not really too interested about the whole refs thing. There were a lot of missed calls on the Chiefs in this one. Um, missed calls happen to every team. Uh, every team gets favored at times. Every team is on the bad end of it at times. Um, and, and listen, good teams find ways to overcome it. And that's exactly what the chiefs did in this game. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the one, the one that really bothered me the most was the late hit out of bounds that for, not to be called was, was asinine for hundred percent. All right. One more thing I want to say, and then I'm good. But all I have to say is if that was on the Dolphins side, we would be getting exposed on Facebook right now about how many <laughs> calls there was. That's all I'm going to say. Everybody would be like, oh, the referees are done. That's it. The oh. Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl because of one game. Yeah, that's a very good point. It, it, it's funny. Yeah. Like all the like the Bills two weeks in a row got away with calls late in games. And, you know, if, if it was the Chiefs, it's like, come on. Yeah, it's a really good point. Hey, Kyle, I appreciate calling in, man. Hope to hear from you again. All right, thank you. All right, take care, man. Yeah, um, uh, you know, I, I I thought the 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 refs were on the Chiefs side. I didn't see that today. Um, Rebecca says I agree about blowing big leads. Thankfully, our defense was able to shut down their final drive. L- look, you know, hundred percent defense. Yeah, did they get a little bit of help in the end there? A little bit of luck with the fumble. Yeah, is there anything wrong with that? Unless I checked, no. Um, that's the way football works. If that was Patrick Mahomes who fumbled like that in a late game situation to, to try to tie a game or maybe even win, um, nobody would be talking about luck. They would be talking about the fact that the chiefs lost the reigning champs suffered another loss. So, um, yeah, I'm not, you know, the, the defense came through, but the the thing you got to keep in mind, time of possession is a real thing. And I I don't have that pulled up in front of me. Let me, uh, get to that. Um, the defense was gassing out in the end there. Allowing all those big runs from Moser, which I'm, by the way, surprised. Like, I guarantee you, if you could redo this game, the Dolphins would probably run the ball a hell of a lot more against Kansas City because that was working a lot in the second half. And I get in the second half, it's easier to do because uh, defenses get tired as the game goes on. But, man, um, it was damn near even. Dolphins only had 24 seconds of T.O.P. advantage. Um, They didn't feel that way in the second half, though, uh, which you know, is the more important half because that's when you really start, 
you know, getting tested and everyone's tired. No one's fresh at that point. But man, um, your your defense, here's what's going to happen. I mean, I hope it won't happen, but if the offense continues its struggles, there will come a point where the defense can't come through and make a stop late in the game because they're going to get gassed out. But that's the thing. I don't care if you have the best defense in the NFL. If your offense is not doing you any favors, there's going to come a point where an offense is going to, an opposing offense is going to have an easy touchdown late in the game to win or tie. Um, but listen, man, um, I'll, I'll still take the win. Obviously, uh, a far better a far better uh, performance from last week for sure. Not great by any stretch, but still much better. Um, and by the way, can we discuss this for a moment? Um, I know so many times like people love to use this like triangle math where team A beats team B, team B beats team C, team C beats team A. Um, obviously, no one cares about the first meeting between the Chiefs and Broncos, but the Broncos beating the Chiefs. What did we hear all week long? Well, the Chiefs only put up nine on the Broncos when the Dolphins put up 70. And that was a convenient discussion to have because the Chiefs and Dolphins were playing uh, this week, which is obviously now, just a few minutes ago, the game ended. Well, what happened? The team that scored 70, the same team the Chiefs lost to, lost to the Chiefs. So, you know, every game is a different game. Um, I Listen, I'm guilty of doing comparisons. We all do it. Um, and that's really what people try to go off of when you try to talk about games and use whatever you can, uh, the information you have to work with to make predictions and whatnot. But uh, at the same time, every game is a different game. Just because Miami scored 70 on the Broncos and the Chiefs only scored nine doesn't mean Miami's going to have an easy time against Kansas City. It was the complete opposite for Kansas City. This was by far the worst offensive performance the Dolphins put on. So, uh, you know, it, it, to me, it's just like you got a good team. Um, but, you know, these mental mistakes, the the, the questionable decision making with both the players and uh, uh, play calling. Come on. The fielding a punt at the two when you're backing. Here's my question about McCole Hardman. And I'm glad he's back, but. The last two weeks, you don't really feel that way about McCall Hardman. But here's my question. When you're backing up like that, do you not realize you're backing up almost to your own end zone? Like if that if that if everything was like shifted five more yards, would McCall Hardman still have fielded that punt? It's kind of a scary thought. Um, you know, I'm not an expert on gravity, uh, but I believe 99% of the time, uh, when a football goes right there, it's very likely going to bounce into the end zone. And Rich Eisen said it. It was a 15-yard mistake there by McCole Hardman because he fielded it. He got to like the five or the six. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just don't get it. And then the third and one play call right after that punt return. I mean, that just boiled everyone's uh, everyone's blood amongst good old Chiefs kingdom. I mean, it's not that they couldn't pick it up. They, they didn't even try. And again, like, you know, as much as I don't want to see Mahomes take a hit, the, the worst thing is to not run the ball in that situation. The next worst thing is to, and someone mentioned it earlier, calling out, I think it was Swaggy, to throw the ball 
or I think Colt may have said it. I, I apologize. I can't remember who said it, but to throw the ball and to not even let the time go, uh, you ba- you essentially took a timeout for Miami when doing that. But, you know, listen, I, I don't want to be too negative. I was negative in the first Broncos meeting, which that one was obviously a win. Uh, the more preferred Broncos meeting. Um, but, but, but you can't keep going like this. You can't have these lackluster performances. No, that's a good point, Matthew. Yeah. Um, I, I said it multiple times and I'll say it again because I think that because a lot of people are shocked today outside of Kansas city that the team that scored 70 could not do it on Kansas city who lost to the team that allowed 70. Um, every game is a different game. That's that's not just football, man. Every single sport, um, you, you know, if um, if you have uh, two UFC fighters who fight and they fight each other 10 times, you're not getting the same outcome 10 times. If the Chiefs and Dolphins play 10 times, you're not seeing the same outcome 10 times. Um, now, that's not I mean, this is not a best of series sport. It's not. uh but again, you know, that's why uh, every game's a different game. This is my thing, man. Lewis says the Finns special teams was getting us on the 10 every punt. Um, because of the drop issue, the hand issues really all year long with our our offense, our receivers specifically, every time they punted the football, I, I just sat there and said, please do not fumble. Uh, what I should have been saying is, please do not field that punt. Seriously, like I would rather at this point, I would rather just like let every punt go. Okay, I don't want to see a punt return the rest of the year. I'm sorry, I just don't. Yeah, McCole Hardman had that 50 yard return. Okay, since then what's happened? Well, he had the fumble last week, and then that very questionable decision making to field it and try to run it. Um, I'd rather just, you know, if, if if unless it's like. On the 15 or uh, beyond, like for uh, uh, away from the end zone. Uh, okay, great. Uh, go for it. But man, other than that, I'd rather just not field it and then hope that they can't pin us down. I'd rather take that chance at this point. Punters love it when, when teams do that. Like I guarantee you the Dolphins punter, he thought, sweet. That's a good punt for my stat record, I guess. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, Justin Watson, not the most popular guy, but he was out there last year doing doing some of that. And no, and I don't recall any issues. I think Justin Watson, he has not been the best receiver, but he's at least been um, the least frustrating receiver to watch. The only drop he had was the one in the Denver Thursday night game where he got injured on that play. It's like, okay. I can let that slide because one, you haven't done it all year. And two, you suffered an injury on that play. Like I'm not, I'm not about to sit here and say, you know, uh, the, the, the guy's a wimp. I mean, you suffered an injury. Now the guy's by the way, playing with an elbow brace and uh, he, he was out there getting involved with the offense. And by the way, it looks like the chiefs are trying to involve Justin Watson more. And I talked about this. How many catches and targets did he have in this game? Um, wow. Nobody had more than three catches for the chiefs. That is definitely not good. Um, Watson had two catches, but had five targets was targeted more than anybody else. Yeah. Two catches for 15 yards. Not good, but it's like, who do you have to go to your best pass catcher 
was Noah Gray, three catches for 34 yards. Travis Kelsey had three catches for 14 yards. McCall Hardman had three for 10. Um, Kadarius Tony had one for 18. It's better than his average all year long, that's for sure. Yeah, this is this is just uh, again. I'm trying not to be too pessimistic because uh, this is a huge win um, after a very embarrassing loss last week. But the offensive struggles. I thought this would have been the week where the offense would have stepped up. It looked like it in the first drive. I'm like, wow, Sky Moore's making a play. Justin Watson's getting involved. I mean, we're we're seeing like the offense we know and love. But then after that, it's like. They took us. They, they they really just regressed, uh, which was difficult to watch. By the way, uh, I have to do it. Let me uh, let me uh, pull it up. Where is it? Look at all these predictions right here, people. Look at that. Kimmy, the only one picking the Chiefs. She's obviously a Chiefs fan, though. She does the uh, the preseason games, of course. Um, yeah, I'm just posting that. Yeah, man, and listen, I I know this is not the prettiest win. Um, it's always easier to make these kinds of adjustments coming off a, off a win. Um, and by the way, if I'm not mistaken, this is the fewest points the Dolphins have scored all year. I know they scored 17 against the Eagles. How many did they score against the Bills? Against the Bills. It was 20 points. So this is the fewest amount of points they've scored. And obviously this is a team that has been uh, firing on all cylinders and everyone's talking about a historic year for this offense, which they're still on pace to do, um, but could not really get closer to that today because of Kansas City, which is good. Take your chances. Yeah, I, I hate to say that because isn't that the most exciting play in football? Return touchdowns on special teams? Um and obviously here in Kansas City, we've seen so many great plays from that. And the Dante Hall era um, with so many different players under Dave Tobe's guidance on special teams. But now it's like, I don't even want to, especially with the rules now, I don't even want to see anyone return punts. It, it, I'm just like scared at this point. <laughs> After this game, I need to go to church. Yeah, I mean, a lot of you guys probably skipped church this morning. Um, so probably uh, need to do that uh, in the afternoon. Um, by the way, I'm not a religious person. This actually did cross my mind. Did a lot of churches just like choose to cancel service today or anything like 20 years ago? No one would have done this because the chiefs weren't as relevant, but I feel like today it's like, okay, even pastors have to, you know, take a little bit of a break. Um, God will forgive you. It's not a sin. It's not a sin to support your team. Yeah, uh, th this is my thing, man. Y you have a bye week, okay? Your offense has not looked good, and guess what? Your record is 7-2. and two. No matter what happens the rest of today, you are on top of the AFC. So this is a chance for the Chiefs to, to clean things up, um, recharge your batteries, come home, you know? Uh, I, I really want to know what Andy Reid's going to do in these next 15 days. Yeah, 15 days for the Eagles. Let's, let's, let's do something. Let's let's blow them out of the water. Monday Night Football at Arrowhead. Yeah, see, I, I was having this discussion with a friend on tech uh, on text message. Um, I don't think Matt Nagy is doing a great job 
But I will say this. Is this on Matt Nagy? Because the whole like inconsistency and avoiding running the ball on third and yard, uh, third and short situations. We've seen this before. Um, It's not just with uh, Matt Nagy. Um, This was an issue when Eric B was the offensive coordinator. So it kind of just makes me now the inconsistency. I will say it is far worse this year than it has been in past years that I will acknowledge, but this was not, um, I, I don't know. Like I'm pitting this one on Andy. I think the offensive struggles are on him. And listen, Andy Reid's no dummy. This this is not a first year or a second year head coach. Andy Reid's been doing this for a very, very long time. Um, and I know some people talk about, you know, getting up there in age and the game passing you by. But at the same time, Andy Reid's found a lot of things. Uh, he's found a lot of ways to recreate some of these exciting offensive plays to the point where other teams in college and the NFL are actually copying the chiefs and doing what they have done uh, the past uh, four or five years with, uh, with uh, Tyree kill. So what I want to know is what's Andy going to do in these next two weeks to clean things up and get this offense to look the way they have in years past. Just, just make it look like last year, last year, you did not have a true standout number one wide receiver, but guess what? You won games. Your MVP, your quarterback, uh, almost won the MVP unanimously with two bad offensive tackles. And on top of that, uh, led the NFL in passing yards, touchdown passes, and um, throws of 25 plus yards. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. At halftime, I was going to say something, but I lost my train of thought. Um, at some point early in the game, in the first quarter, NFL Network put up a graphic of... Uh, Patrick Mahomes and his stats with Tyreek Hill and without Tyreek Hill. And the one that they were making a big deal out of was the deep pass touchdowns. Mahomes only had two, has had two since Tyreek Hill has been traded. Okay. Show me the relevant. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think those things are important. I'm not going to dismiss all of them, but I will dismiss them when you omit other key stats, such as victories, total passing yards, Passing touchdowns. Oh, by the way, Super Bowls. Um, for as much as people love to make a big deal about the Chiefs, trading Tyreek Hill, especially last year, they said, oh, this offense is done. It's over. Patrick's done. He's no longer going to be MVP Patrick. No, the complete opposite. He wins MVP and goes on to win a Super Bowl. You know, people can complain about the referees all they want, but no one actually has evidence of uh, like what plays the Chiefs are getting away with. No, people, and I get this on Twitter. Someone tweeted me saying, oh, Patrick, you know, if they barely touch him, he gets roughing the passer. Patrick Mahomes has only had two roughing the passer penalties drawn on him since uh, the start of last year. So people don't even know what they're talking about when they cry about the refs. It's funny to me. Tyree calling. Oh, this is interesting. Tyree calling his touchdown celebration was the equivalent of the Raiders standing on the Arrowhead logo before the Chiefs logo before the game. Oh boy, uh, I, I don't know if I would compare them the same, but the uh, the karma after that, Aaron. Yeah, I I, I will. I I agree with you there. Um, you know, and again, I love Tyreek and everything he's done, and everyone was sad to see him go. It's just, dude, what was with all the talking you did afterwards? Like, come on. We had a watch party at church and service at ten. Okay, all right. So a halftime service, understandable. I did not skip. I kept looking at the score. No way my pastor was joking with me about attending, and I did uh, uh, praying for them and went to church. There you go. 
Um, I can't really comment on it. Um, I don't like to comment on things through TV. I will say the fans, I mean, you could definitely, that, that came through, uh, on, uh, on everyone's television sets for sure. Unless you have the game on mute. Um, the, the crowd was awesome. I'm sure, you know, there were some, uh, some fans from the United States who made the trip over, but uh, a large majority of them uh, are locals. Um, so that was pretty cool. It was really cool to see them. And obviously they had that loud roar home of the chiefs. So that's really the only thing I can comment on. Um, I'm not familiar with Germany. I've heard a lot of good things about Germany and London and all these other locations. The NFL wants to go to, uh, for games. My thing is, I, I'm just not a fan of these, um, international games. You take away a premier game from Arrowhead. It's like, I don't know. And obviously you, you remove a huge storyline about Tyreek Hill coming back home. Um, there was word that got out that the chiefs apparently, fought hard to make this a Germany game because they did not want Tyreek Hill booed. Well, this team's going to come back more likely than not and come visit you in January. So what are you going to do? Are you going to call the NFL and have this one relocated also? Like you can't just remove narratives like that. Um, I know we talk about cancel culture and I'm not calling this cancel culture, but this is like one level below that, isn't it? Um, if that was the reason why Clark Hunt wanted this game in Germany, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. That's one level below cancel culture. Um, just because you did not want him to get booed. Listen, Trent Green got booed when he came back. Tony Gonzalez got booed when he came back. Um, I mean, it happens. Come on. Dexter McCluster got booed. And I hated that one because Dexter McCluster, when it comes to like athletes and how they treat fans in public, you will not find a nicer guy than Dexter McCluster. Was he the best? No, he was inconsistent for sure, but he also had a lot of flashes and he embraced those fans, man. I've heard a lot of great stories. I've seen it myself sometimes, um, but you know, it is part of sports, whether uh, you like it or not. Do you think once the chiefs have a dominant first possession drive and score, they play more conservative, versus putting the hammer down. That's been the issue with Andy Reid. I mean, you mentioned the first possession. Um, now, I mean, I would say um, in years past, you see the Chiefs go up big and then they get... Listen, Andy Reid's very first game as a Chiefs head coach, it was against the Jaguars on the road. It was a weird game where Dustin Colquitt's punt got blocked and the Jags got a safety. After that, the Chiefs went on a tear. They scored 21 unanswered points in the first half. There was no offensive score to the rest of the game. The only uh, uh, the only touchdown the rest of the game was a Tomba Holly defensive uh, touchdown. Uh, he intercepted a pass and just walked to the end zone two feet. Um, th th that's it. That was the only score you had the rest of the game. So from game number one, literally, we've seen this complacent football. And I know a lot of people say, well, you don't want to put too much on film. Guys, this is the NFL. We're talking about Andy Reid, a guy who probably has one of the thickest play, as thick as this Manscaped box I have right here. By the way, Lawnmower 5.0 is out. Use the promo code Farzine20 for 20% off and free shipping. Um, I mean, these playbooks are very thick. So it's not, unless you're running a play every single second, which obviously is impossible, um, it's impossible to reveal your entire offense in one game or even two games. Um, I mean, Andy Reid is a great enough head coach, obviously a future Hall of Famer to where he has so many plays, it's impossible to just put everything on film. 
you're allowed to extend game. I mean, listen, every team, you see this so much in the NFL with great teams when they are dominating in the first half and they continue blowing out teams in the second half by, I don't want to call it running up the scoreboard, but they're continuing to play football. Those teams, it's not, you don't learn their entire system based on that. That's my biggest frustration. I know you said the first half or the first possession, excuse me. Um, that was the case today, but this has been a very consistent thing, unfortunately, with Andy Reid. Yeah, Kara, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, listen, short yardage, red zone, dropped passes, turnovers, taking care of the football. It's a long list, Robert. Um, short yardage, I'm not like, I, I mean, I pointed it out, but it's not like on my top uh, top of the list type of thing um turnovers are the key one key, key ones um because if you at least take care of the football you have a chance to at the very least get points um touchdowns are more preferred than field goals when your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes and your tight end is Travis Kelsey but um <clears throat> excuse me uh yeah I mean you are right red zone uh, a lot of things need to be cleaned up this is why the bye week you know I'm I'm I, I want to know what Andy Reid's going to do in this bye week. Obviously, everyone's going to take time off, be with their family, uh, probably go to their hometowns, uh, check out their uh, old stomping grounds in college, and uh, enjoy their time there. But uh, when they come back, man, uh, there's got to be a, a a team, and I'm talking about the head coach to the 53rd player on the team. Everyone's got to step it up. Um, there are a lot of things this team needs to work on, and to be seven and two. Um, and listen, you guys know me. I'm very optimistic after ugly wins. If you guys followed me last year, after all those games, you know I was very optimistic and was beating the horn of we won. Um, but this year, um, there are some things that I think, and I think a lot of you guys agree, can be used against the Chiefs in the playoffs and can absolutely be a, a cause as to why the Chiefs could be a one and done in the playoffs. Um, look, I know the uh, hosting five straight AFC championship games, that streak's going to come to an end at some point, just like the Denver streak. Um, but man, you just don't want it to happen like this with a lackluster team. Yeah, this is a really good point, Robert. Robert says, I don't understand why they got away from the quick slant routes, dink and dunk offense. We used to have the first down, uh, the first drive of the game, perfect play calling uh, went downhill after that. Um yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, I was even thinking earlier this week, what if the Chiefs did go back to the Alex Smith dink and dunk passes? I would have no issues with that because what you're trying to do right now is not working. Can we just can we just be honest about that? It's not working. It's really not. Even your best player, Travis Kelsey, is, is having struggles. Um, I know there's this stat line about how he plays when Taylor is there and how... He plays when he, she's not there. I, look, okay, I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is what we're trying to do is not working. It's just not. I'll read a few more comments, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here. Colt says, let's remember we are the number one team in the AFC. Just got to take it one game at a time. Yeah, I mean, the issues you have can 100% be, I mean, they're easier to try to deal with and try to fix when you are uh, on top uh, the way you are right now. 
To be honest, I'm sick of hearing uh, about Tyreek after all uh, we won a Super Bowl without him. Listen, uh, I did not mind the Tyreek Hill narrative last year. A lot of Chiefs fans complained that announcers keep bringing him up. Listen, if you, I don't watch the Patriots very closely because they're not very good and not really worth following. But if you watch enough Patriots games, I guarantee you, even to this day, they still bring up Tom Brady. Um, now, there is a difference. Tom Brady left and won a Super Bowl right away, unfortunately against us. Um, but to this day, they still bring up Tom Brady. Now, I will say this. A lot of the Chiefs fans that complained about Tyreek Hill getting brought up, a lot of them are the same ones who are saying they miss Tyreek Hill. Well, I don't think anyone's saying that today. That is for sure. Brian Cook's first career touchdown today on that Tyreek Hill fumble six. That, that's awesome, man. I, listen, I, I was happy when they drafted Brian Cook. If you guys watch my uh, draft pregame live stream, or a pre-live stream, not a pregame live stream, the day before, Brian Cook was one of the guys I was hoping the Chiefs would target in the draft, and I'm glad they got him, man. Um, this is one of those reasons. And, and I think we got to credit. I know a lot of people talk about Trent McDuffie and what he's done, but you know who we really need to credit for that play is Mike Edwards. He's been playing great safety all year. And for him to have that heads-up play to pitch it back, that essentially was your game-winning touchdown right there. I know we joke about Tyreek Hill handing that to the Chiefs, but it doesn't happen without Mike Edwards' heads-up play on that one. Like, that is football IQ to the max, 100%. Um, Mike Edwards, to me, is your player of the game. That is who gets the game ball. Because if he does not do that, Miami probably kicks a field goal in the end there to win. So, because, I mean, listen, the Chiefs' offense, unfortunately, was too inconsistent. Um, all right, I'll, I'll read a couple more and get out of here. Uh, they were winning before Taylor came along. I like her, but she's not the key to the, she's the key to Travis Kelsey's success. Okay. That we, we, we have to agree with, right? Come on. Yeah, I, 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 I agree, Matthew. I mean, delaying the inevitable again, like there's a good chance Miami comes to Kansas city this year. Um, you're not, you're not going to move that game. Obviously it's a playoff game. <clears throat> uh, R number 10 Charlene says R number 10 was the better number 10 today yes that is for sure alright guys I'm going to get out of here hey there's a lot of football to watch right now a lot of great football today so uh, we already had one game in the books several more to go good luck to all of your parlays and your fantasy teams Chiefs win 7-2 going into the bye week my name is Farzee Vasugian thank you all who called in and those who watch live on Facebook and on YouTube for those of you who downloaded the podcast version thank you to you guys we will still do a Chief Zone podcast this Wednesday we will also still do a Red Friday live chat this Friday it'll probably be a much shorter live chat because it's a bye week and not a lot to get into but nonetheless we will have a Red Friday live chat this week alright guys I'm out of here Go celebrate the win. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday games. I'm out. Peace.